Disclaimer number one, everything you're going to hear is a God-honest truth. Disclaimer number two, I'm going to be careful. I am a very sensitive person, okay? And I'm going to be careful with how I deliver my messages and what I say, especially... You know, since I'm going to be promoting this on my social media platforms, if anyone that follows me on social media could maybe hear about themselves, I'm going to be, you know, sensitive. And but I'm going to tell the guys the honest truth. Um, and yeah, I'm not here to hurt anybody's feelings. I'm not here to bash anyone. Okay. It's just going to be an experiment, and we're going to have fun, and it's going to be some crazy shit, too. Okay, so let's get into the show. The thing I'm saying to you is very real. We cannot do this without your support. We have done it for free as long as we can. We got families to take care of. We got things to take care of. But if you're a dedicated brother, you shouldn't worry about any money. Oh, they're supposed to get paid and we not. The folks that feed you all this foolishness is supposed to get paid and live well. But because we are dedicated, you want to punish us now. No, we used to go for that back in the 60s. So we ain't going for that no more. So we ain't begging you for nothing. Just tell you, pay us what we do. But we have to take hours from family, from everything, to do this kind of research and dig up this kind of material. Because when we come to you, we can't come to you half-stepping. We're talking real up in here today. Don't take this person, but something is not right. We've been believing in something for all these years. Yet our condition does not improve substantially. And whenever we make a move forward, it's something backwards. What's wrong? Come running, I'm running, baby, 
seen the light. Living in an eight by twelve double bunk with some fucker I ain't even like. Miss try to take me down, she ain't even right. State the state, doggy so fly, he don't need a flight. Nigga, my name ring bells in my chain, bling well. Bring the thing, nigga, bell, slain the cane, nigga, well. She rapping just a hobby, put your body in the blanket, leave you have to bring your lobby up. This the shit that you popping while you try to work. This your perfect motivation for your kind of work. Time to squirt, back a nigga down if you get too close. Let me get two chokes to the shower, D smoke. The make outside the fox, brains on the curb, let's think outside the box. Or let the spouse out, sips at the bar, pinky ring, 50 steps. Outfit, match the Whatever car. you must do, get out before the cop decide to come running. Double vests on the floor. One my Japanese bitches double decking on the boat. Out the 50, cop the watch, spit the rest for some smoke. Next rap check again, I'll invest it in some dope. I could do this in my sleep. 21 to 3, nigga. You just a motherfucker, I don't wanna be, nigga. You gotta pee, nigga. Pull over. Find me on 7th in the loop with the soldiers. With the hound on, vest with the pound on. Strictly eating tuna fish, put a couple pounds on. I was sound born, nigga, I'm the best from the man long Let me dress you, nigga, get your style on Name it my HEM, though we getting cake again Hating them bitches on the dick, wanna take with them I see the D's from the roof, get up out of there Try to throw a fastball, I'ma hit it out of here start big thank you to anyone who tuned in to episode one if you tuned in episode one I don't need to tell you what this is what it's gonna be if you didn't tune in episode one what this is and what it's gonna be is a running recap of my life my dating life my sex life or lack thereof um, if I have a sex life, I'm going to be like really minimal on details. I might allude to things and you can draw your own imagination from there. Uh, but you know, I'm not going to get too graphic in that regard because, you know, a, I don't know whose children might be listening. B, I don't like sharing that much about my life. Okay. So. In advance, this episode is going to be a roller coaster. And this is not an episode I feel really comfortable recording. But this is my creative project. This is going to be something I can maybe look back at, you know, months from now if I'm not single or years from now if I'm not single. And just a running recap of like, wow, that's really where my life was. Uh, if, if, I mean, I have a pretty good memory, so I don't forget a whole lot of things, but just in case I could forget some things or some details, you know, I'll always have a running recap, and the internet will always have uh, a lot of my business. Seems like I'm good at giving that to y'all. So, 
again, uh, this is not a show designed to disrespect anyone. These are just all true stories. Um, I'm uncomfortable in advance. I'm uncomfortable recording this one. There are uh, four stories to tell today. First episode, uh, zero, woman number zero, woman number one, woman number two. I gave y'all their true stories. Uh, you know, if, if you need a brief recap, a woman number zero, she said she wanted to hang out, then she didn't because she said something about I was coming on too strong. Cool. Woman number one, uh, she was just trying to do too much. I mean, you can go back here, the first episode. You know, she just wanted to, like, be with a nigga, like, our first time hanging out. Like, really, really be with a nigga. Uh, woman number two, she was just, had too much going on. Uh, and she was, like, not only playing games, but, like, I wasn't attracted. I wasn't attracted to woman number one either. Uh, you know, th these are all um, just early nightmare stories, okay? Uh, woman number one, again, she was like blasting music. I wasn't attracted. And she wanted to plan a future with a nigga. When I say blasting music, I mean like blasting trash music in a car. Uh, woman number two, I really wasn't attracted to her. And, you know, she was just playing games anyway, so that didn't matter. Fortunately, I can say the four women today, to one degree or another, I've, I was all attracted to, okay, or I have been attracted to. Now, this episode is going to be difficult from a number of perspectives for me to record. At least two of these stories make me very uncomfortable telling to the world, okay? Two of these four stories make me very uncomfortable, but you know, you, you do the things that scare you, and you, I guess, become more brave as a result, or something like that. But so, not only do these stories make me uncomfortable, one of I don't, I don't want to confuse y'all with this math, but one of the stories that makes me uncomfortable, the person might hear themselves be discussed. Uh, Another one of the stories that makes me uncomfortable, the person wouldn't hear themselves being discussed. There's another one of these four stories that the person might hear themselves being discussed, but I'm not really uncomfortable talking about it. So, we'll get to um, you know, all four stories today. And so I'm uncomfortable. Again, I hope you're keeping up with that math. But so two stories make me uncomfortable. One of the stories that makes me uncomfortable, the person might hear themselves being discussed. There's another story where a person might hear themselves being discussed that doesn't make me uncomfortable. So not only do, you know, do these some of these stories make me uncomfortable, but I feel pressure, you know, for anybody who heard episode number one to, like, only be more compelling, more interesting, more, you know, just to keep that good energy going. If anyone heard it and liked it, I don't know how many people listened. And I feel like I'm under a microscope here. I mean, I'm placing myself and my life under a microscope, and I feel the potential with 
two of these stories today to be judged. Okay. And judged for very different reasons, but, and I'll explain the reasons why I might be judged, but judged. Okay, there's a woman, I wouldn't even say there's anything between us. We've been just exchanging conversation here and there, just, oh, you know, long time internet associates of one another, not romantic or anything. I did offer to take her out uh, to dinner, you know, at some point, should we ever cross paths. Like, we haven't met in person, we don't live anywhere near each other. Should she hear this, she would know that I'm probably talking about her. But she's not one of the women that will probably ever be discussed because we just, you know, we haven't met, we don't have anything. But we were, like, in the middle of talking, and I, at one point I said, like, you know, sent the BRB text, I mean, be right back. I mean, I think I was going to shower or something. And in that small little window, she she's a follower. She took it upon herself to play episode number one. She said she enjoyed it. She said she laughed. But, like, with some of the things that are going to be discussed on this episode, I'm a little fearful of, you know, being judged by, like, you know, not only uh, people familiar with me, strangers, God forbid my mama ever hear this, because some of these goddamn stories are wild today, and yeah, I'm, I'm just really putting it all on the line for you, and that makes me a little fearful, so we're just going to go in order, uh, so we're on woman number three now. I have no uh, reservations or fear in telling this story. Uh, nice woman. A little... I don't want to say... No, she's not even weird. She's just a little different. Okay, she's older than me by approximately five years. I'm 39. She, well, let's say four years. No, five years almost. I'm 39. She turned 44 uh very recently and went out first time first date you know we agreed to meet up i took her for like if you're super nosy you'll remember this uh if you like damn near stalk my social media i took her out for pedicures it was like a kind of kill two birds in one stone thing i take myself out every two weeks for pedicures and this just happened to be the day we agreed to meet meet up just happened to be a day i was going for a pedicure anyway i was like let's make that part of the date okay cool uh we did that we went out to eat put on to a nice little mexican spot uh we went to the beach after that uh it, it was nice it was like a little bit of um nothing like intimate but like it was like a little bit of not PDA, but like a little bit of body connection, like a little bit of touching one another when we pose for pictures. I think it'll be her picture like on the uh, the cover of today's episode. So we went out that first time. Pretty good. Um, from what I recall. I ended that first date, you know, I felt like it was a good first date. I ended it kissing her on the cheek. She seemed like, like she laughed, but she jumped back, but like she seemed a little squeamish as that so uh you know you're doing the feedback thing from first dates and everything you know she's saying nice things about me 
but then she's like saying things like like she's get I guess she's getting feedback from her friends about me, you know. I guess women tend to talk about going on dates with guys and shit. Uh getting feedback and one critique she says I have is I always tell her about my day tell her about what i'm doing i think this is why i say she's a little bit different but uh i think she's like newly back in the dating uh, i feel like she's been single for a long time and she's like newly back in the dating and understanding how this world works uh so you know i'm just like on the phone like oh this is what i did today this is how my day like i'm thinking that's normal conversation so she says her friend's feedback is that I'm used to having women keep tabs on me since I always got to tell her where I am. And I'm just like, no, I'm just making conversation. So we get past that little hurdle, I suppose. And go out a second time. Uh, I spend enough money. Okay. Um, Twitter has this thing about $200 dates. It wasn't a $200 date. But it was up there, and you know, the more dates that get up there, you money starts adding up to two hundred dollars and so on. I look at dating like it's an experience to get to know one another. Money, if you're a hardworking person in this world, money is not going to be, you know, the end all be all. As long as you don't get roped in, you know, by somebody just trying to play you for your money, and like just trying to only waste your time and only you know get get treated to things and you're not really interested in you you know as long as you don't wind up in that position you invest some money in dating and you you keep working you keep making money if it didn't work out you didn't work out you got to meet somebody new that's how i look at dating uh but second date spend a decent amount okay and i feel like judging off of like a lot of the dating I've done this summer second date you should kiss if you've enjoyed a first and second date or something I'm not saying you gotta give up the vagina but you should kiss a man if you've enjoyed two dates okay so second date spend a grip uh still nothing and you know at this point I'm just like trying to fill her out I'm like what's going on she's like oh I'm not looking to rush anything I don't want you to feel like I'm wasting your time or your, you know, money so we can go Dutch from here on out. I've never presented that as an issue to her saying, like, look, I'm spending money, but she's like, we can go Dutch from here on out. I'm like, okay, cool. But still in all, she does have a birthday coming up at this point. So uh, third date was like her birthday dinner and this was kind of like a double date we went out with a another couple who happened to be friends of hers i guess this was a chance for them to fill me out and again spent a grip because this is me treating her for her birthday spent a grip and still nothing other than like just hugs and oh we're just friends so uh, at this point, she since then she's gone on a long extended vacation out of the country. Uh, since then, like at the time of this recording, she's been back like a day or so, and you know we speak here and there, but there's no. I've met other people. There's no happy or sad ending to that. 
uh, story. It's just at a place where it's like, oh, we still talk. Um, and, you know, we're still in contact. There's no beef. But I'm not looking for no platonic friend out here, okay? I've, you know, that's what elementary school was for and shit. First, second, third, fourth grade, all oh, these are my platonic homegirls and shit. At some point, especially when you're like, you know, when you're like me, you're recently newly single in the game. I have grown up platonic homegirls who ain't thinking about me. I ain't think about them. But no, I don't need any new ones, okay? I'm, I'm out here to date. And I'm not saying dating means I have to fuck, but I'm out here to date. Okay? I'm out here to pursue romantic interests. I don't need any more, you know, friendly friends and shit. I don't need any more church hugs. I don't need none of that. So, we're going to start off the day with her song. You know, every woman gets a song on the show dedicated to them. Her song is Thundercat Friend Zone. So, again, this is a show where I talk about my day in life. I try to put y'all on the good music and I tell y'all these stories. So, here we go. Thundercat Friend Zone dedicated to her. Good woman. But I just... We just, I don't think we're on the same page. Okay. Here we go. Throw you in the garbage. Oh. 
All right, deep breath. And a slight interlude. And a slight, you know, left turn. So this is not woman number four. We just discussed woman number three. This is not woman number four. And, and what I'm about to discuss is a what the fuck moment. Okay. If you happen to be my last ex, uh, who I broke up with in June... Or you happen to be anybody who's, you know, been talking to me or just anybody with a judgmental, you know, disposition about people and their emotions and, you know, so on and so forth. I'm about to say something that may have you a little taken aback. Okay. If you're my last ex... You might not be too taken aback because if you were my last ex, you accused me of this. I pray to God my last ex does not hear this. But if you're her, you accuse me of this. And I'm not going to say that I lied about anything. But, you know feelings are feelings connections are connections and things are what they are okay and this is a show where i'm i'm telling my truth even if i didn't even if i wasn't fully forthcoming you know with my ex about you know things so on and so forth so long story short uh there's a woman my ex accused me of she did not accuse us of having anything but she was like big on this whole oh if we don't work out i know you know who you're gonna go for i can tell i guess whether it was from twitter interactions or i can tell you're gonna go for her so here goes something that makes me very uncomfortable to share with the world should the person i'm hearing hear this I'm like stumbling over my words even should the person that I'm talking about hear this should my ex hear this it is what it is I'm just telling my truth to the world okay there in this is a big what the fuck moment probably okay there is a woman in this world who I love okay like romantically love I'm not in love cause we not in nothing but I love pretty damn easily and a part of this show is me figuring out and you know having therapy sessions with myself live on the mic for y'all to hear where I'm trying to figure out like what the fuck is wrong with me okay and why I love so damn easily but long story short we have history long time ago we had history we reconnected since I was in my last relationship, like last year or so. We didn't reconnect on a like super duper romantic level, but we reconnected on some level to where it's like, wow, like there is a connection here of some sort. I'm not saying it's romantic. There's there's a connection though, and she knows that you know everything could stop for her. Um, but I don't think she knows the extent to which everything could stop for her. Okay, so at this point, uh, I don't know if she 
could hear this and like how how deeply connected she is to social media where i promote these kind of things to check this but we we speak semi-regularly if you were to hear this i hope it does not make you uncomfortable but i love your black ass okay like there's this cringy most deaf song from an album called the new danger where he's like like screaming and she was like woman i love you ah! it ain't on like that level where i'm like going out of my mind but i've slightly gone out of my mind over this um yeah there's somebody i love in this world like like love and i told her i loved her before but i was like kind of trying to throw some feelers out there to see what kind of reaction i would get but then i put the the caveat like not romantically you know so on and so forth so I, i've said that before like not romantically but it's complicated for a number of reasons uh she doesn't live anywhere near me she she's growing and you know growing through life i'll say that without you know putting too many of her particulars out there she's growing out here the same way I'm growing, the same way anybody should be growing. Um, she she sees and she respects and she acknowledges the connection between us, but between she's dating. Okay, she's dating. It's it's like it's been very difficult for me at times like she'll be dating and then she won't be dating and then she'll be dating and then she won't be dating and you know she'll put it out there that she's not dating but then I'll hear that she's dating and I'm just like I'm confused like her song would be for the day would be Tribe Called Quest Find A Way you know if you know the lyrics you know that's pretty much our situation messing me up my whole head teasing me just like Tisha did Martin uh, but we've agreed that she hasn't led me on. Um, she hasn't presented the option of being together. She knows some of where I stand, but she doesn't live anywhere near me, uh, for one. Two, she's dating. She has her own life. I don't think she thinks of me like that. Three, I don't know how much she's into reflecting backwards and, you know, we both, like, sometimes we'll have these conversations where we reminisce, you know, about our time together and we kind of, you know, look at it that time fondly, both of us, but we both realize it back then shit was, like, pretty tumultuous for both of us and now we're just... I think we're just at different places in our lives and recently uh, she's kind of and I'm walking on super duper eggshells here uh, because I had another podcast back in the day where I discussed her and uh, she didn't take too kindly to, to the things I had to say and this was quite some time ago but I'm walking on eggshells because I don't want it to seem like she's manipulated me in any way because she hasn't uh it's just me and my stupid feelings that are just out of control so 
like recently uh, she kind of told me about recently as in maybe a couple of weeks ago at this point she told me about some guy that she was liking and that shit like I'm not gonna say it devastated me but it did not help uh, with the devastation that was already happening in my life and so I took a little backseat and was like you know saying to myself like yo I gotta really get out of my feelings here okay and if I'm talking about her in therapy which I was at the time like she came up in like a therapy session like this ain't a good place for me to be and I know she did not intend for me to be in this place but I'm in this place and this shit ain't ain't good okay and basically my therapist said the same thing he was basically like telling me like you gotta knock the fuck off in so many words you know I'm I'm big on telling people knock it the fuck off when they're tripping but you know my therapist was like you gotta knock it the fuck off and he was like you know she doesn't get to have that much control over you unless she's your girlfriend and you know this isn't good for you get it together so I fell back uh, took some time to get out of my feelings my feelings are always going to be there like you know like Woody Allen is into Vietnamese girls that he adopts and shit R. Kelly is into black girls that are too young for him part of my thing is you know woman born and if you were to be able to put two and two together by me saying her birth sign then you just a stalking creepy ass nigga but my thing you know how Woody Allen is in the Vietnamese girls that he adopts and R. Kelly is in the black girls that are too young for him my thing is woman born under a certain sign which is late November to mid-December go to your calendars born under that sign that are just inaccessible to me I've loved so many women under this sign that have been inaccessible to me and she is no exception okay um yeah so this is just part of my part of my pattern but I took some time off you know to to fall back from her a little bit um now we are kind of back to talking on it on a semi-regular basis what she does in her spare time who she dates who she sleeps with it's none of my business who i date who i sleep with it's none of her business but i don't think she's like remotely tripping the way i am like i feel like she's she encourages me to like date other people just to like i mean she wants well for me but i think part of it is like it ain't gonna be us ain't gonna be none with us so I want to see you out here with somebody else. And yeah, so that's it. Uh, it made me very uncomfortable to reveal to the world and potentially her, should she hear this, that like I love this woman and it don't got to make sense for, you know, to y'all for me to be so recently out of a situation for, you know, for if she were to hear this, for her to not understand how or why. Uh, we reconnected, we talked a lot, you know, there's reminiscing on the past, and, you know, I'm about to say something, like, so fucked up, 
but like I'm single now so it like don't matter and me and my ex ain't never getting back together but I've said this to, to the woman that I'm talking about but me telling this to the world this is so fucked up like the whole time I was with my ex okay basically when me and this woman I'm talking about stopped talking like shortly thereafter we met our exes she got with somebody else shortly after me they're no longer together I got with my ex I want to say five six months after she and I stopped talking we're no longer together but like the whole time I was like a lot of the time I was with my ex it felt like I'm supposed to feel like how this woman made me feel I mean it's not that fucked up because I've said this to my ex before I didn't go into specifics on who but I was like I've dated women that have made me feel how you're supposed to make me feel you're not making me feel like how people in the past have made me feel but I think it's fucked up to say that you know to the world that you know the whole time I was with my ex I was just thinking like yo somebody else's how they made me feel you know how desired and they made me feel and and the amount of passion that there was between us that's how it's supposed to feel alright so I think that's the end of my story for her I mean if if anything you know should anything else happen with us and she does not know about this show then she'll come up but should anything else happen with us and she does know about this show probably won't talk about it because you know this is somebody I do care about deeply and again I've tried to walk on eggshells I don't think I've painted her you know to be no kind of nothing I mean she knows that she can reach out to me in some regard and then I'm there for her but she is reciprocal uh she she's supportive and caring for me I, I just don't know if it's in the way that i'm caring for her so her song got that out i'm glad i got that out that was difficult though to, to, to share all that with the world but her song is a random song from a rhyme fest mixtape from 2006 it's a song called Still Singing. Everything you're going to hear in this song is my emotions when I was like really going through it over this woman um, a couple weeks ago. and Or whenever I felt like any kind of strong way about her. Okay, it's a song about a guy who's in love with his homegirl. Okay. Like it's very similar to our situation. There's a lot where he goes. Truth be told, I did hit it once or twice after the taste of Chicago on a hot summer night something like that man but like she just got him on some friendship and that's kind of like I'm not gonna you know put our particulars out there but we've shared more than a kiss put it like that even you know I'll leave it at that we've shared more than a kiss and yeah so the the pain uh and the angst and the anxiety of the last verse is really how i felt about her uh the first verse where he's like wow this woman is amazing but like i'm just her homeboy 
this song fully breaks down my situation with this woman, Ryan Fest, still singing. Um, I want to tell you a story about uh, one of my best friends that um, kind of wasn't my best friend no more, but I still kind of like her, but you know, I'm kind of overwhelmed. I can't really express myself, nigga. I'm overwhelmed. Look, nigga, like this. I see yellow leaves falling in the fall time, and I'm cruising with the greatest girl of all time. She was so dope, it was blowing my mind. I had to close my eyes and pretend like I was blind, cause we've been homies since back in elementary. And when she talk about her boyfriend, she never mentioned me. My breath ain't stink, it wasn't meant for me. You like Barbie, she say, yeah, you like Ken to me. If I could get another chance, I'd be your first love, you would be my last romance. Her daddy taught me how to drive, and I crashed the van, but it was all good, cause we was fans, damn. If I was dealt another hand, I'd probably tell you how I felt, and I wouldn't pretend. But for right now, people say, is that your man? She like, nah, nah, we just friends, and I'm still singing. Still singing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm still. She had body like Christina, attitude Trina. This sister looked kinda good like Serena. Selena on Lauren Hill, somewhere in that arena. I tried to play it down, so I used to call her Zena. She said I look like Elmo. She called me Ugmo. Then we would play wrestling back. The elbow. She asked me if I like the boyfriend. I'm like, hell no. He only trying to get in your pants. Try to scoop into the game so she knew in advance. I would do the same thing if I was given a chance. Truth be told, I kind of hit it once or twice after the taste of Chicago on a hot summer night. But you still claim a virgin? How's that true? She like, nigga, it ain't even really count. It's just you. My guys asked if I would hit it again. I'm like, nah, dog, we just friends and I'm still singing. And a life full of open doors I'm glad I was invited here to see you marry George And George, that's my best friend, now she's yours That's mighty bigger than your No, no, wait, there's more Did you know she likes to fart and snore? Make a sandwich, lick the knife And then stick it back in the drawer Tina, tell me, what you know about George? I know an intern that said he liked to fuck her on the office floor I know I should have said it all before But I've been waiting 18 years for him to get the spoils of war The fruit of my labor, the pussy I put here for Lord have mercy, my heart is torn You might as well kick it around on the floor Pick it up, spit on it, call it a whore Punch it and throw it out of the door Well, you ain't got shade no more Alright, let me cut the drama Set side to a mama Picked up my coat and left with the maid of honor Stumbled to my Honda and I looked at Kim and saying, hey, bitch, let's be friends, and I'm still singing. Yeah, yeah, and I'm still singing.
Okay. So we went from that story being difficult to tell to easily gotta be top one, top two. Probably the, the most yeah, I think this is the most toxic situation I've ever dealt with with someone who was not I've been in toxic relationships but like toxic like one or two week things no this is the most toxic I mean the woman I just described that I talked about loving she and I had a very short lived thing it was only a few weeks I would not call it toxic though cause if it was toxic I don't think we would still be in contact we had toxic moments but we were both in uh, topsy turvy places. It, it was a it was a roller coaster. Okay, it's a still it's a still moving roller coaster. But I think it's a platonic roller coaster. Back then, it was something she described as hot and hotter. It wasn't like really hot and cold. It was hot and hotter. You know, now we have moments that are like hot and lukewarm uh, with she and I, but. Yeah, that wasn't even toxic. This is, like, super-duper toxic. So, where do I start? Uh, Met this woman. This is woman number four. Met this woman on a dating app. A dating app called POF. Okay. They call it plenty of fish. I call it plenty of free coochie. Okay, that's what the F stands for. This segment will introduce a term another homegirl of mine came up with called rough cuddling. I, you know, I'm not gonna go into super detail on what rough cuddling is. You know, just imagine what cuddling is, and then imagine a rougher version of that. Okay. So, she and I were in contact. You know, from this dating app, just getting to know one another, just chatting. I'm at work one day. Uh, I don't know if I'm bored or just feeling bold. I say something a little freaky. I don't remember what it was. Something like it was. It was like corny, but it got me somewhere. Somewhere I didn't need to be. Uh, I think she might have said like I'm hot or something, and I said, "When you gonna let me come cool you off?" Or something, something corny. Um, and she said, "Come through tonight." Okay. And I was like, really? She was like, yeah. And basically, the story was I was the only guy who wasn't coming at her on fuck shit. Okay. Like, this POF app is basically designed for mostly trash people. Okay. Um... Yeah, it's, it's you fishing all right, but you fishing in like a damn dumpster, and I was like the only guy she said that didn't approach her on like some you know oh nigga trying to fuck let me fuck let me fuck let me fuck like off the bat like I really took time to get to know her. I mean I think that's what you're supposed to do anyway, and I think that'll get you further with women. Okay, men, just a pro tip here, um, that'll get you a lot further with women anyway, and. She said, come through that night. I come through that night. And... In the words... I believe this is Marshawn Lynch. 
in the words of Marshawn Lynch, she was about that action, boss. Okay. Marshawn Lynch had some quote where he's like, I'm about that action, boss. Uh, she was about that action, boss. It was cool. Well, there was some rough cuddling that commenced. You know, take rough cuddling again to be whatever you want it to be. Uh, you know, I'm not going to ever say whether I had sex, but rough cuddling commenced. And uh, it, was, it was cool. Um, at the time I was on, I'm giving you like all of my life here. At the time I was on a medication. I was on antidepressants at the time. And antidepressants, you know, stop certain functions from happening. Okay, certain bodily functions that go along with rough cuddling stop some of that from happening. Okay, so she calls herself a spiritual healer. Um, I think that was like just her goddamn representative talking because she turned out to be extra toxic. Calls herself, calls like, uh, herself a spiritual healer she runs some like holy water over me or something and she prays over me and she's like a halfway wannabe fake boho she'll say like grand rising or whatever but then she'll like listen to city girls and ratchet fuck shit okay but we had a decent time that first time Second time is when she gets really fucked up. Okay, the first time I brought over some Ciroc, she got drunk. Shit got a little lit. Okay. But again, I'm on antidepressants, so... It got lit only to a certain extent. But she said, you know, come back over a second time, like, just to hang out, quote-unquote. Meaning, like, you know, I just want to spend time with you. Don't, like... Meaning, like, don't... You know, you don't have to go to 7-Eleven and get anything to stop babies from happening. Again, I'm not saying whether I've had sex with this woman, but you don't have to go get anything to stop babies from happening. Okay, or STDs from happening. Um, just come over just to hang. I come over just to hang. And boy, 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 boy. Boy, boy, boy. Okay, so... Uh, th these are just, you know, this is like, imagine this is like a suspense movie and like, or like Jaws or something where you like, I'm letting y'all know the danger is coming, but you don't see the shark yet. And you just hear like the music. It's, this is leading up to somewhere, somewhere wild. Okay. So I come over at this point I'm working. Uh, I let her know. I let her know at this this point, this is a Saturday night, I let her know I work Sunday mornings, I gotta be to work at 6 o'clock, so I gotta leave your house about like 10 or 11 p.m. at the latest, you know, so I can get enough sleep for work the next day. She says, cool, just come over, bring something to drink, again, something to drink is like the, the big, the big uh, component in this story. I bring over another bottle of Ciroc, you know, just got a bunch in here, just had a bunch of Ciroc in the house. Uh, just laying around bring over another bottle of Ciroc uh, go over she and I mess around a little bit you know do our little one two thing nothing that requires again anything to stop babies from happening uh, we just mess around a little bit in her garage and 
about an hour later, her quote-unquote, again, the quote-unquote part is very important, her quote-unquote female cousin is there. Her female cousin, quote-unquote, happens to be more attractive than her. Uh, she's not an unattractive woman. She's not the, like, her face is like a, uh, six or seven, but her body is nice, okay, the, the, the woman I've been messing with, and at this point, she doesn't seem like such a bad person to spend some time with, okay, like the, uh, Lil John song said, freaky diggy, but it ain't no thing new, all right, I was enjoying my time with her, I'm not gonna say whether we had sex, but I was enjoying my time with her, uh, so... That night, and I promise to God, every story you're going to hear is true. I would not get up on here making up, and I don't have time to make up lies. You know, these are all stories that some of them I, maybe I should be taking to my grave, but hey, that's what compelling content is. The true stories of like, if you were to follow me on Twitter, you might think like, oh my God, like him, like he seems like such a different kind of guy or i mean i really am a different kind of guy from the story you're about to hear but or like if you're getting to know me again like the the woman i was telling you about who listened to the first episode in the words of the song from kendrick lamar section 80 don't judge me okay i hope you know the reference that i'm making but this shit is about to get wild and you know if you hear anything right now that would prevent you from wanting to get to know me any further your loss because I happen to be like an amazing guy you know outside of these crazy ass stories that I've gotten myself into anyway introduces me to her quote unquote female cousin at some point you know they're drinking she says I want my female cousin quote unquote to watch us mess around meaning me and her i want her to watch us mess around i'm like uh fuck it okay i don't know if i'd let a nigga watch me mess around with nobody but okay fuck it this is different but fuck it okay in the words of curtis 50 cent jackson they family baby kissing cousins yeah they they cousins all right they kissing cousins they start drinking they start fucking around i'm like at this point i'm like oh wait y'all are not cousins are y'all huh okay like she she threw us both for a loop uh the, the woman i'm messing with she threw us like she set us both up for the double whammy okay she was not trying to set up the threesome okay because she has she had this thing that was like she was just i'm not saying whether she and i ever slept together but at this point with as many details as, as i've given you you can decide for your own on whether we've ever slept together but she had this thing where she was like i wasn't allowed to sleep with nobody else okay, i'm not saying i slept with her but you know she didn't want me to sleep with nobody else but they get to mess around them too okay they've known each other for 20 years and the quote-unquote cousin is more in the woman than wow well, i can't even say that at this point um yeah i can't even say that at this point 
I I think the quote unquote female cousin is more in the woman than you know my ex homegirl or whatever she was, but they get to messing around. This is like nine o'clock, maybe eight thirty, nine o'clock. I get there like seven thirty, eight thirty, nine o'clock. They get to messing around. Come like nine o'clock, nine thirty. The three of us are messing around. Okay. And again, no penetration occurred because she said, you know, you don't have to stop to know where to get nothing. So on and so forth. So I did not, you know, stick my dingling in either one of these women. Uh, but all three of us get to messing around. And this goes on for like two, three hours. Okay, and if you're judging me, it is what it is. It was a wild night. This goes on for two to three hours. And the more this woman drinks, the more out of control of a nympho she is. So I, at this point, I feel like she set us both up because her homegirl, who she's known for 20 years, they claim nothing has ever happened between them. She calls me over. She's like, just come kick it. And then, like, the three of us just get into this, like, wild, like, it wasn't a threesome because, again, there was no penetration of anybody, but, like, just this wild sequence of messing around for three hours. Okay. Um, yeah. You know, bonus information that you don't need to know. I, I fucked up the vibe almost with the cuter woman. Uh, the the quote-unquote cousin like trying to suck on her toes like I was trying to take off her sock and suck on her toes uh, cause that, that's just some you know if I'm in the heat of the moment that's what I'm gonna do but she was like oh uh, you, you fucking up the vibe blah, blah, blah. so I fell back from there but things kept going and she went on for two to three hours at which point it was like after midnight at this point I'm like I gotta go home okay it's like after midnight uh, again, and this is a woman who does hair, quote unquote. So she don't understand clocking in, getting fired if you're not at work, you know, so on and so forth. Uh, she's drunk, and when she's drunk, she's a nympho, okay. And she cusses me out, cusses me out at this point because I have to leave her house. I just leave like not devastated so much as like damn I just got cussed out for having to leave when I told her I gotta leave at 10 or 11 it's past midnight you know I got cussed out uh, fast forward I lose my job due to something that I don't feel like was my fault but that's not important lose my job and at this point I'm just like rock bottom okay I uh, done lost my marriage lost my job and I reach back out to this this toxic ass woman, uh, so on and so forth. We never really saw each other since. Uh, she fell on hard times, and you can fast forward a little bit uh, at the time of this record. So this was like all like late July, beginning of August. We're in September now. Um, this woman reached out to me at the time of this recording like in the past 48 hours 
reached out to me asking, can you do me a favor? And I said, depends on what the favor is, of course. She just said, are you going to do it or not? I said, I'm not robbing a bank for nobody. You know, she said, of course, I wouldn't have you rob a bank. Can you Uber me? Can you Uber Eats me and my son some food? She has like a super young son. Can you Uber Eats me and my son uh, some food because it's too hot to cook? And blah, blah, blah. And I thought about, for a second, I thought about being a rest haven. And I'm not calling her a hoe, but for this hoe. Okay, there's a saying that's called like being a rest haven for hoes. And I was almost a rest haven for hoes. Like, I was almost a nice guy. Uh, Like, it was just in and out that she wanted. And in and out, to, to Uber Eats her in and out was like... $15, $20, you know, not a big amount of money. Like, there's somebody else I've been dating. I filled up her tank last week for, like, $25 because that's just, we have that kind of rapport. We go out, she drives. I I don't mind contributing the gas. But, like, I politely declined because at this point, it had been, like, four to six weeks since I've seen her. Okay, so despite all the fuck shit we've already been through, um... No, if I reach back out when I'm at my rock bottom point, trying to get you to relieve some of my rock bottomness, if you will, um, and you can't seem to get in contact with me, don't get in contact with me when you, like weeks later when you need some food or because it's too hot for you to cook. You know, because you do hair and, you know, you don't have no real job and you're on hard times. Um, at, at that point, I just feel like I'm just the, the food nigga in your phone. You know, you got me saved as free food. And it's not that I couldn't afford to send her Uber Eats. It's the principle of the matter. So I rejected her on that politely, as politely as I could. She said... you need to go on ahead something to the effect of you need to go on ahead and you know see somebody else because because you're not the type of man for me i need the kind of man who can take care of me while i'm going through what i'm going through and i brought up that we hadn't seen each other she said you keep talking about that but i told you what i'm going through i ended it with i'm looking for the kind of woman that can provide the basic necessities for herself and then i blocked her dumb ass okay there was a comedian i think her name was chocolate on comic view she had a routine that went stab your black ass okay if you're older you would re- you remember that but yeah block your dumb ass so i blocked her and that is that so she gets two songs for the day because she's she's a lot okay so she gets off the leash by gucci man young thug and peewee Longway. Okay, because her and her female cousin, them hoses off the leash. Okay, and she gets Bum Bitch by Star from Star and Buck Wild. So she gets two songs today. Alright, off the leash and Bum Bitch. Just here to entertain y'all with the stories and some of the music. Be right back. 
put it down so long and so strong that your bitch a leave home do wrong. Pay your bitches off the leash. Two days gone, she been gone so long. You can't get her on the phone. Cause the bitch that been with me said she wanna hang when she wanna hang. Bang, who she wanna bang, bang. Baby, you can be a freak. Like Big and Diddy, don't bring your bitch around me. Better marry that girl, get your ass on one knee. Uh, bitch, got a camel toe, you know I got a reach. Ass too fat for them little thongs, she got that cheese. Stay down for the macaroni, cook that dough like ravioli. Roll it like a rolling poly, yoli, yeah. Burr, 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 Lucain, so zero jury free. Burr. All black diamonds, just like pepper, made me sneeze. Got off all them bones and now we showing rolling. Pushing the knock out of pass, but don't you tell nobody. 
I put it down so long, and so strong that your bitch a leave home do wrong. Pay your bitches off the leash. Two days gone, she been gone so long, you can't get her on the phone. Cause the bitch that been with me said she wanna hang, when she wanna hang, bang, who she wanna bang, bang, baby, you can be a freak. Like Big and Diddy, don't bring your bitch around me. Better marry that girl, get your ass on one
Dangerously, dangerous, dangerous, living dangerously. Woman, you're living too dangerous for me. 
maximum line Well don't you do too much I need a relationship and not a war Imagine this see you man in a man car I drink out a one glass with man a bar Tell me what the hell you gonna think of her When you don't be knowing as a big superstar She make man a grub for me cookie jar Tell you better open up your eyes and look far As I look up to the moon and the breath of stars Thinking way out like I am in Mars Girl Last woman of the day. Uh, I left y'all off with Living Dangerously because we're about to discuss a Yardy, a, a Jamaican girl. Okay. Jamaican gal them a pot the poom poom. Okay. Woman. This is me being. I learned my lesson here. Uh, being a shallow. You know, I shot my shot. I think I shot my shot. I don't remember how this went. But it's just a woman that look good and everything that look good ain't good for you is what I learned here. So I shot my shot or something. I did something to flirt. Uh, she was responsive. And this is a woman that gets a that I assumed was getting a, like a lot of attention because she's highly attractive. Uh, but she does not really open herself and open her heart and make herself available to too many people uh, for I guess reasons I'm about to explain but she made herself available to me and first phone conversation of course I'm polite you know with the with the show I mean I tell y'all details based off of what happened with me and the people I deal with, but I would never go into anyone's personal, you know, life stories or personal details about them. No. But she tell first phone conversation, she tells me her life story. And since we're talking about a Jamaican, and trust me, daddy. Okay, trust me, daddy. This is the most toxic life story I've ever heard like I told her like you need a movie about everything that's happened in your life okay told me her whole life story just to, spilled it all to me uh, first phone conversation and I'm like wow this is like you know I, I listened it's the easily the worst life story I've I've ever heard it's like imagine the movie Precious minus the AIDS to my knowledge this woman does does not have AIDS I pray she doesn't have AIDS uh, if I recollect correctly I've only seen Precious once it was a long time ago but I think the story ended with Precious having AIDS and the baby having AIDS or something something crazy she had, like had a, a water birth and Mariah Carey was floating around as a social worker somewhere Monique was like a abusive mother and like just imagine Precious if Precious was an attractive woman I'm not saying Gabrielle Sidibe is not attractive but they casted her for a reason if Precious was like 
a woman that niggas was like really trying to holler at hardcore. Okay. Minus the AIDS, but just like a whole fucked up life story. Okay. So she tells me her whole life story. I'm listening. My dumb ass. My dumb ass. Okay. I'm going to say it a third time. My dumb ass. Here I go thinking. You told me your whole tragic, fucked up life story. Let me tell you what I'm going through. Something everybody go through. Okay, 50% of everybody's story, 50% of every married couple story ends up bad. Okay, so I tell her, like, oh, this is what I'm going through, you know, so on and so on. Like, this is, uh, 50% of people go through what I'm going through. You got something that's like a once-in-a-lifetime story. Again, they need to make a movie about how fucked up her shit was. But she told her story to me. I'm like, my dumb ass. I'm like, oh, here's, here's my story. This, you know, my shit don't, don't nearly compa- compare to what you're going through. Somehow that sets her off. Uh, the fact that, and I'm, I'm trying to tell the story as honestly as I can. The fact that I have a, the fact that I have an ex who I recently, you know, was was not. Oh, let's let's go back to the toxic girl uh, from the last story. At the time when she and I were dealing with each other, my ex was still living with me, and she was like trying to run a fade on my ex. Like, thankfully, she don't know where I live, but it was just like on some. Oh, that bitch need to move out. Fuck her and blah. And I'm just like, okay, this is a red flag. How did I get here? But anyway, uh, back to the to the Jamaican woman. She finds out that my ex is still in my life at this point. Nothing physical going on with me and my ex, but she finds out that my ex is still in my life at this point. And her thing is like, why did you start talking to me? Why did you invite me into your life? Why did you do this? And this is like maybe two days worth of talking. You know, I, I, I give her full disclosure, but it's just like, why did you... I'm I'm trying to be very sensitive here because she was a Twitter follower at one point. I don't know if she's still a Twitter follower, but she could stumble upon this. But she was very much uh, being victimized by getting to know me. Okay, when I say victimized, she was acting like I did something wrong by getting to know her. And I'm explaining like, yo, there's nothing with me and my ex. Like, there's absolutely nothing at the time my ex and I were I mean th- this is past at this point but we had booked a vacation before the split that we wound up going on and for her to this this new woman to find out that I'm going on vac- what sounds like a vacation with my ex um, just none of it sat well with her and I'm like in my mind me being logical I'm like oh so you could tell me your whole crazy life story but like I can't tell you what's going on with me like this seems in in the back of my mind like oh this seems like a little bit you know of an unbalanced you know friendship or whatever and she's just like oh because I care about people so strongly and you know I don't want to see you going through this and it, it hurts me to see you going through this and I'm just like I'm gonna say something fucked up here 
not really fucked up, but like just a manish, if you will. Something like like just some almost maybe scumbagish kind of shit. My train of thought was like, I'm gonna be on the East Coast soon. Nigga might be trying to fuck some because you look good. Okay, just me being a nigga at the time. Um, and she's just like, oh, I just care about, you know, people that I'm getting to know so strongly. And me, I'm just like, I understand, but do you think that this is your. Like, can you see how I feel like, or I could interpret it as you're doing a whole lot for having known somebody a couple days, okay, for two days or something? And she's just like, if you feel like I'm doing too much having to know you two days, then we just don't need to talk no more. Anyway, you're going on vacation with your wife. And I, I guess she, by this point, papers have been signed and everything, but, you know, people don't like to believe your truth when you tell it to them. You're going on vacation with your wife, and we just don't need to you know talk no more if if you feel like if you can't handle me caring about what you're going through and I'm just like all this when like a nigga might have just been trying to fuck if he was cool enough and I mean were she to hear this you know there goes my chances of ever fucking I don't like just be trying to fuck like that anyway but this woman was exceptionally attractive to where it's like if it was offered it's like a man should not say no but you know I know if she were to hear this she would be like oh so that's all you see me as as a piece of ass and this might be fucked up for me to say but like she'd be like kind of presenting herself like a piece of ass okay like she thirst traps kind of hardcore and you know if you thirst trapping you're gonna get niggas trying to fuck okay again this is and this is not normally me this this is me talking into a mic saturday at like one o'clock in the morning uh saturday what day is it september the 7th at one o'clock in the morning Okay, so this is just after midnight talk. If you're listening to this in the morning and you're like, oh my God, this nigga's a creep. I'm not a creep. I'm just telling y'all what goes on in my mind sometimes. I'm actually, you know, if if you'll pay more attention to these episodes coming up, I'm a great fucking guy, okay? And it, it needs to be, it bears reiterating. Okay, I'm a great catch. Like, real shit, I'm a great catch. But, like, different woman, different problems, that's the name of the show, and different, like problems have different solutions and my solution for her was like yo I'm trying to fuck some like again sorry for being so crass but like and me trying to fuck some led me down just a whole other rabbit hole of you know I don't want to say emotional problems but she claimed that our two days of talking you know, made her want to go back to therapy, and I'm like, I know a nigga is the shit, I know I'm the shit, but, like, nothing about me should have you wanting to go back to therapy over no two days, like, they weren't, like, super, well, I guess one of the conversations was, like, super long, uh, I think I was just, like, in the gym with Time to Kill, where she, like, told her whole life story, 
again that I, that I've been talking about, which which was just like so fucked up. But like we ain't we ain't been on no intimate level to where like oh this person messed me up. No, if you feel like you got to go back to therapy, more power to you. You know, go do that. But don't don't blame it on me because I'm like being honest with you. I can see going back to therapy if if I like you know misled you or um, you know if I manipulated you in any kind of way. I, I was straight up like yo I'm going through a divorce and I'm going through you know this is what I'm going through and I don't think that even compares to what you just told me so you felt comfortable enough telling me that let me share what I'm going through just that's my rational mind uh, she didn't take too well to that so uh, at one point I called her and she was just like real short with me like oh what do you want and so on and so forth I'm like you know I'm just just trying to check up uh we've had a few other phone conversations but they never end up anywhere good but i think our last phone conversation she, she was just like what do you want and she was like everything good with you and i was like yeah she was like oh, okay then you know talk to you later or something and that was it so we haven't really spoken since uh she doesn't really count as nobody i've dated but it's just another crazy situation for my life different woman different problems okay so we're gonna take it about here for the day hope you have enjoyed this one uh this is a very again difficult to talk about from numerous levels for me to just let y'all know that about this almost toxic uh this toxic almost threesome that was difficult because i don't you know i don't know what people might think about me from that it was difficult for me to tell the whole world that i love somebody who I just, you know, got to put them feelings on the back burner for because she doing her thing wherever she lives. I'm doing my thing wherever I live and she might hear this, that I love her. And I don't know if she knew that it was to that level. And uh, it, was, it was difficult, but I got it all out. Okay, we're going to take it about here for the day uh, with a song by Wale dedicated to the last girl. Called Cool Off, one of my favorite songs. It's actually a song uh, that I've dedicated to the woman that I love. Uh, I've, I've either talked about this song with her or played the song dedicated to her a lot. And the, the message is like, you know, sometimes you gotta give a nigga a little room to cool off. That's what he s- says in the beginning. But I always tell the woman that I love, you know, spoil me with your consistency always be the same you you never have to worry about a different me so we're gonna take it about here for the day sneak preview of next episode uh let's see here one horror story two decent stories next episode like things are like really on the upswing next episode if if this took you to some emotional lows and mind you, I'm navigating all of these situations like me loving somebody, me dealing with this Jamaican girl and her emotional problems of being on the receiving end of that. I'm navigating all of this while navigating a divorce. So it's just like a lot. Uh, me navigating, you know, this this toxic ass, bum ass woman who, you know, yeah who gets drunk and who turns into like a damn nympho um navigating all this while navigating a divorce and recently losing my job so 
It's been a crazy summer. Next episode, though, we're on an upswing, okay? Two fairly decent stories. One horror story, though. Uh, one just, like, complete nightmare of a story. Uh, and that'll be out, hopefully, October the 1st at this point. Okay, so we're going to take it up out of here for the day. And uh, tell a friend and tell a friend if you enjoyed this. I do this for the people and, you know, just to give you all some, some compelling content. And, you know, I don't know why I'm doing this, to be honest with you. But I'm doing it, so I'm going to take it up out of here for the day. Peace. This is Wale. Cool off featuring Janae Aiko, one of the three Janae Aiko cameos that I have enjoyed in hip hop. Only three of them, but we're gonna take them out of here for the day. Peace. Sometimes you gotta give a nigga a little bit of space, you know. That cool off, you know. <clears throat> and all I'm saying is like. Spoil me with your consistency Always remain the same you And you won't have to worry about a different me Let's get it I ain't your boyfriend We gotta understand it Titles for soap operas Why is you so dramatic? Why is you over-exaggerating with all the chatter? Slapping me on my back Just hoping that something happened Give me a second or two That's why I ain't messing with you Hanging me on so you can holler domestic abuse <laughs> See it's time that a nigga roll Things are gonna ride You try and change a nigga roll Never trust a bitch to try and be the side bitch they just fly enough to out can have the prior one And it'd be fine to just get high and let the time run But all that bullshit crying got me trying to tell you I'm done Just give me a second to cool off If you respect me then take a second and cool off Sit and reflect, these imperfections is with a soul Wrap up a blunt and we wrap it up when it's Hold up Give me a second to cool off If you respect me then take a second and cool off Sit and reflect, these imperfections is with a soul Light up another and we discuss when it's all gone Love. This ain't no we shit, this is that honesty, that's how it's gotta be shit Gotta say peace to you when you on that weak shit I'm on that see you out in public and don't speak shit You ain't my main junk, we gotta understand it She catching feelings and now them feelings is hard to manage She broke up with a man, threw me all in the middle Let's keep it real low, you probably thinking I be your pillow Thinking I be your shoulder, you tell me what's on your temple In turn, you giving me lip, our body is inconsistent So part of my stern, but see your body gets so prolific Your body magnificent, make design and purpose misses Woman over 21, a perfect man. And 20 something woman just wants someone to understand. But as you live and learn, and you live and lose, but 40 something, you lucky if someone give a damn. So we can just enjoy the company of one another. And I only answer the phone if it's Warner Brothers. Rose and some others, that means it's numbers coming. See money talking that low box, ain't a discussion. Give me a second to cool off If you respect me, then take a second to cool off Sit and reflect, there's imperfections that's in the soul Wrap up a blunt and we talk it up when it's Hold up, <laughs> give me a second to cool off Give me a second to cool off Sit and reflect, there's imperfections that's in the soul Wrap up a blunt and I got you into the loop